Hi everyone, it's Steve here. You're receiving this podcast a little earlier this week because I have other things to do towards the end of the week. One of them is going to see Bruce Springsteen in concert. Anyway, thank you very much for listening, subscribing, downloading and recommending this podcast. You might hear some noise in the background. That's because it's raining quite hard outside. It's the 4th of July and it's pouring down with rain. Very different weather compared compared to the other week. This week's podcast is called Red Tape. Red tape is an informal expression we use to describe bureaucracy. Especially bureaucracy that seems to cause delays, perhaps sometimes deliberately, to avoid dealing with the issues. I believe many years ago, official documents used to be bundled together and secured with red ribbons or red tape. So that's why we use the expression now. Probably not so much. I do anyway. Now, in the last podcast, I mentioned that I'd received a letter from Company's House. Company's House is the establishment that that has a register of all the companies in the UK. And this letter I received, it notified me that I'd been appointed director of a company that I'd never heard of. So, quite obviously a fraud. Whoever provided the false information to Company's House did have specific information about me. And I am listed online as a director of this company. I phoned company sorry, I phoned company's house to notify them of the fraud. They told me this was quite a typical fraud. It's a form of identity theft. I now had to download and complete a form and return it to company's house telling them that I'm not a director of a company that I hadn't heard of until earlier in the week. So, strangely, it's easier for someone to notify a company's house that I'm the director of a company than it is for me to tell company's house to remove my name because the claim made there is absolutely false to remove my name from the official listings. So somebody can quite easily make me the director of the company without me knowing, but I have to complete this form to tell them that's not true. It's very, very, lots of red tape, as I say. And, oh, the fun's just only just beginning. The next step I had to take was contact a service called Action Fraud. We live in the 21st century a century full of technology. Yet, instead of resolving my issues in 10 minutes or so, which I think really is the maximum a query should take, unless it's more complex or involved, there was a lot of hanging about on the telephone and then dealing with automated websites that wanted your answers to all fit neatly into one of their little boxes with no divergence. And not everyone fits in neatly into little boxes. One particular website 
had a mandatory field for a home telephone number. Not everyone has a home telephone these days. It's, I think it's a bit old-fashioned sometimes. Quite a few people I know give their mobile, fo- mobile phone number as their contact number. I certainly do. One website I used wouldn't accept this and therefore I could not complete the form. It had no other alternative. I would phone, I would phone them, but then again, I'd be hanging on for ages. Another site I used, again, asked for lots of information before I could create an account. It then advised me that I already had an account with them. I was unaware of this and obviously didn't know the password, so I requested assistance with a new password and asked for it to be sent to my email account. That was over 24 years ago. 24 years ago. It wasn't, it wasn't as long ago as that. That was over 24 hours ago and I've still not received anything. Now, I'm on the second day of preparing this podcast and I've received a response from a real person, I hope, to assist me with my difficulty. I've replied to them and perhaps that means my problem with the website will be resolved. Meanwhile, I have, I have completed my form for Company's House and I've become quite annoyed with the process. It's not the filling in of the form that annoys me. Well, that's not true, it does a little. Again, it's more than the fact that it's much easier to fraudulently appoint me director of a company than it does for me to remove my name from the official documents from the official register as director of this company. I'm not a director of any company. There seems to be very little safeguards or security protection there. I sent the form off yesterday to give them with my complaint to Company's House about becoming involved in so much red tape. I'm not the director of a company or of any company anywhere and not even the one they named in the fraudulent document. You might see my name associated with Director of Studies in connection with language learning establishments, but not as a director of any company. If you do, it's fraudulent at this moment in time. As I say, I started working on this this podcast a few days ago, and still nothing has been resolved. I'm in contact with a few institutions that provide information on your financial arrangements so you can check if any financial transactions have taken place without your knowledge. They have responded, but they take a while in coming back, so hopefully by the end of the week something may have been resolved. And as I say, like a lot of online things, you have to set up an account. I did try to set up another account, but apparently there's one already in my name. They're being very helpful, but the process is slow. At least they're trying to be helpful, which is more than I can say for an insurance company I'm dealing with. I have a question for them. It would take less than five minutes to answer, 
but there's no direct email, there's no chat box, the telephone lines are constantly engaged, and all they seem to tell you is, your call is important to us. I doubt that very much when you've kept me hanging on most of Friday morning and Monday morning. Even when I phoned the complaints department, I was promised I'd go straight to the top of the queue, but waited for over half an hour. I phoned the complaints department. I'll start again. I phoned the complaints department again. They took my number and said they'd call me back within twenty-four to forty-eight hours. But I'm not holding my breath for that. Thirty-six hours have passed already. I did find the email of the CEO of the company and contacted them. But this company doesn't seem to care much for customer service, so I doubt I'll receive a reply. On the plus side, though, I had a difficulty with my banker card. I I had no difficulty in paying contactless in shops and other places. It's just when when I wanted to withdraw money. I couldn't withdraw money from any cash machine. I thought it was a certain cash machine in a certain shop at one point, but I tried it in three or four different cash machines and it wouldn't give me any money. I phoned the bank and they're going to send me, explain the difficulty and they're sending me a new card that should, re- should arrive in the next few days. It took less than 10 minutes to complete to resolve my, my difficulty there. That's what it should take, I think. But there you go. Not everyone wants to be helpful, do they? Well, you've probably had enough of my complaining for this week. So thank you very much for listening, subscribing, downloading and recommending this podcast to others. I'm very grateful about that. That's very kind of you. And I hope to be back again soon and to talk to you then. In the meantime, take care. Look after yourself and stay safe and well. This is Steve saying bye-bye.